Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far-off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. Last time on Roll Radio... After taking a long rest in the unfinished pit trap, the party regrouped and continued forth to clear the hold and save the prisoners. They moved quietly through the hold, weary of any invisible foes that might be waiting in ambush. Soon they found an empty kitchen and took a short beer-slash-tubers-and-roots break before venturing forth. Amulets were dangled, whistles were wetted, Badges were fist-bumped, usurpers did not fight. Just past the empty smelting chamber, the party found the forge proper of Firehammer Hold. The fire was still blazing, but suspiciously, there were no recently forged weapons. An eerie feeling came upon the group. What if the Duogar were finished preparing for whatever it was they were preparing for? Were they too late? But there was no time to reflect on this, as the party had more pressing matters to resolve. And as they were making their way down the hall, uh-oh, crossbow bolts came shooting at them. Well, of course. And another battle erupted. However, this time, the party split up. What? Cullen ran after Ulrich, who had decided to run after one of the retreating Duogar. Then Badge Badge was killed, and it looked like Esmir was next. Will the party rally in time to defeat the Duogar once and for all? Will Esmir make a nice jambalaya with them tubers and roots? Who is this Betty Crocker? And what does she have to do with anything? And are the words... And as you, really the worst words. Well, who knows? Let's find out in this episode of Scourge of the Sun Coast. Alright, so you guys have been exploring the lower section of Firehammer Hold here. You've uh, discovered the forge, but no gray dwarves. All was empty and quiet. Until you were suddenly ambushed by crossbow-wielding Durgar. So we cut to one of these Durgar in the northern section of the rail track hallway that uh, leads deeper down into the mountain, right? And this gray dwarf is frantically reloading his crossbow. And then he uh, looks up when he hears footsteps quickly approaching. And a look of fear comes over his face. And he quickly turns and begins running down the rail track. And as he disappears into the darkness, Elric suddenly runs into the scene and follows the Durgar into the darkness. And then we cut to another hallway where the rest of you guys are here fighting a Durgar overseer that uh, Esmir just uh, shocking grasped and Cullen just hit with a throwing ax. And uh, this overseer is now in Jake's face and it's your turn, Jake. 
What are you going to do? Okay. <clears throat> so first of all, what I would like you to do is to add another blood drop to inflict wounds. Because if I cast this at third level, it will actually do 5d10 necrotic damage. Ooh. If it hits. Okay, cool. Let me make that real quick. Because it says any above... So 3d10 is at first level. 4d10 is at second level. If I cast it at third level, it will do 5d10. Okay, here you go. Try this. That should work. Okay, cool. Thank you for doing that. Yep. So um, I'm going to click advantage. And I'm going to reach out and touch someone. Reach out and just call up and say... Hello, Tuaga, funny man. Boy. 16, a 27. That definitely hits. So I hit him doing 5d10 necrotic damage. Please be good. Oh, what? Are blam. you kidding me? Kills him. Oh, you wasted 29 it. points of damage. Damn. Wow. <laughs> the damage exceeded by 21. Oh, my God. He was almost dead. This guy, he just like shrivels up into like a prune and just <laughs> crumbles to dust. This is just a pile of ash. Holding his head the entire way. <laughs> <laughs> like like the brother of Damien in the Omen 2. <laughs> and he falls down in the snow. And then Esmir says, told ya. And that, now that he's gone, um, I can run. <laughs> I can at least move away from standing in front of this door since I'm since I'm all, all alone. Hmm. Um, but I would like to run down and uh, peek outside of the door. Okay. <laughs> do I see anything? You do not. Okay, cool. Then the I'm gonna hallway see. is clear, and uh, you don't see Elric either. Oh, wow. Elric ran up the hallway. I'm going to step into the hallway right here. Ulrich. Okay. All right, Cullen, uh, Jake has just, uh, just disintegrated uh, an overseer. <laughs> and uh, then ran back out into the main hallway. What do you do? Oh, I thought we went to the unseen Duggars doing devious things. Uh, the devious things have been done. Uh, well, one of the two people who came through that door are dead now. I don't know if I can really look forward to any more promising adventures in that direction. Looks like we're consolidating our forces, although I keep thinking we should go after the guy that ran up the hallway, but that's too late now. So, so I'm going to uh, use the dash action and uh, leave the room and go to the corner and then look to see which direction Ulrich went. Because he's not where he was. He's gone. Okay, and so you get to the rail track and as you look north, you can see at the edge of your uh, dark vision, Elric running down deeper into darkness. Esmeralda is not very far away. She's in the room. Yeah, she's in the room, but I do, I kind of shout out, um, he's gone rogue. Yeah, <laughs> he's supposed to be fighting with us. He dashed up down the hallway, he's gone rogue. Yeah, what is he doing off on his own? 
You're no team player! <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you hear echoing from out of the darkness where you saw Elric. <laughs> Perhaps he became enraged. Maybe. And I, that's all I can do. I'm going to prepare an action, though, in case somebody shoots an arrow, arrow at me from the south. I, I guess I'll pick up... Um, I'll throw axes at them that I picked up when I was in the room. All right, Esmir, the boys have all uh, ran out of the room into the main hall there, leaving you and AC alone in this hall. And uh, the door that this now uh, disintegrated Durgar ran through stands open. What are you going to do? Does AC see anybody um, past the door in the room there? Uh, no, he does not. Could be invisible. Well, there was a guy over there that I hit. Mmm. All right, so Esmer's going to go to the door, and does she see anybody? All right, so you look through the door and all the smoke from your meteors, and you see a room that's illuminated by a fire uh, flickering in a fireplace. Inside, there's a table with stools, some wooden shelves, there's uh, some food and casks, and some bedrolls laying about on the floor. It looks uh, kind of like a makeshift barracks has been set up in here. You also see uh, two more closed doors, one on the north wall and one on the west wall directly across from you. And also directly across from you, in the center of the room, you see a kneeling Durgar frantically reloading his crossbow. Mm-hmm. It's his unlucky day. He wanna dance. It looks like his uh it looks like his crossbow is jammed. It's jammed. Your <laughs> face is gonna be jammed in a minute. <laughs> and he looks up and he sees you uh step out of the smoke with your uh fiery meteors orbiting around you. Yeah. And he's like, oh shit, as he desperately fumbles with his crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> Little Sergio Leone whistling in the background. <laughs> Esmir's gonna light a firebolt up in her hands, and the, it's gonna light her from below. <laughs> She's gonna look up at him and say, You killed my badge, badge, fucker. Put it back to die. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot my firebolt at him. Oh, oh my god! Critical <laughs> <laughs> hit! Dude, 31! 31, buddy! That's gonna sting! That's, awesome. That's gonna sting real bad! Thanks, Dogma! Okay, here comes the damage! Oh. oh no! 19! Oh, that's gotta smoke him hard. Damage. He's already got some damage. That didn't kill him? No, just heavy. Into heavy. Okay, so hey, you know what? Did you check your treaty bag? I think there's some M&Ms in there. There's <laughs> <laughs> some blue ones. Oh my God. Esmir watched Badgie die, so she's pissed. She said she's pissed and she meant it. So I'm gonna shoot a mouse at this guy. Okay. Gadoosh. Oh, he succeeds. He oh, rolls out of the way. He succeeded. Still takes half. Yep. Skadoosh. Nice. 11 points. And that kills him. Oh <laughs> <laughs> he tries to roll out of the way, but the blast slams him into the wall, and he doesn't get back up. Nice. Anybody else here want to hurt a innocent little badger? Anybody? <laughs> Scumbags. 
And then, so Esmir's like, you gotta take care of some things by yourself. I'm just <laughs> gonna take my movement now. I moved only like two squares to get here, right? No, you already moved from the end of the hallway. Oh yeah, five, 10, 15, 20, 25. So you got five feet left. Okay, so I'm just gonna go, uh, I'm just gonna go back one more square so I can still keep an eye on this room before I head out. Okay. And AC, AC lands on my shoulder and he kind of rubs his against me a little bit because he's happy because I avenged our fuzzy friend. And as you my step back, is. the northern door suddenly flies open. Oh no. And a Durgar warrior bursts into the this uh, smoky room and he sees his uh, his charred comrade splattered against the wall there. <laughs> and he turns and he sees Esmir there in the doorway and he fires his crossbow. <laughs> And hits with a 17. Ooh. I can use my shield again. Mm-hmm. I got a spell slot. Yeah, I'll, I'll use my shield. Okay. Ching. All right, so he misses as the bolt bounces off your shield. Ching. Nice. Okay, now we uh, cut to Elric running down the rail tracks. And up ahead, he sees a rail cart and the end of the track, right? And the tunnel he's running down uh, then opens up into a large natural cavern. And as he exits this uh, rail tunnel, two bolts fly at him. First one misses with an eight. Second one, will these guys ever hit anything? <laughs> no, they will not. Nice. <laughs> we just like digging. <laughs> like you're dwarves, you're not elves. What are you, stupid? I know, right? Um, what are we thinking? They're really good. They're really good with their their fire traps when they've got a little arrow slit. Mm. But when they're out in the open, they're just kind of like yeah. all over the place. They almost need that arrow slit to, for aiming. Mm. <laughs> to steady the crossbow. Exactly. It's like the training wheels. The training wheels of archery. The, <laughs> the training wheels of archery. That's awesome. All right, now it's uh, Acey's turn. What's he gonna do? Um. Uh, he's gonna stay on my shoulder. Uh, yeah, uh, Esmer's not gonna have him do anything because she just lost one familiar and she doesn't need me to lose another one just yet. All right, then we cut back to Elric who just uh, dodged two bolts and he sees uh, one of the Dwargar that fired at him and he rushes him. And he swings his glaive. And misses with a 13. Oh, you know, the real Elric would have hit. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and he gets another attack and he swings again. Natural 20. Oh, nice. He heard you say that, Cullen. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah? <laughs> and he rolls 17 damage. Oh, oh sweet. Nice. What a crit. And then he spins his glaive around and swings the butt. 19 hits. And he kills him. Oh, yes! <laughs> and we have no idea this is going on, but yes! <laughs> okay, uh, now we cut back to the main hallway. And Jake, you're out here with Cullen. Would you hear some more firebolts and explosions back where you left Esmir? What are you going to do? Um, I look at Cullen and say, What happened? I don't know. And then I... 
hear all this commotion, so I think I'm gonna head back into the room. <laughs> you guys are like the freaking Keystone Cops of Dungeons I think he's and no Dragons. Cops. Back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Oh my god. I mean, I don't know uh, what to do otherwise. Like, you don't know what to do without Cullen or Elric in front of you. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. Is you don't know no. you don't know how to fight without those meat shields in front of you. No, you gotta well, that, get in there. <laughs> but the thing is, is that I don't hear anything going on in our area. Oh, sure I, we do. Explosions I, from El- Esmeralda. Back in the room. Yeah. Which is where I believe that I need to go because Esmeralda has not resurfaced. There's all kinds of noise coming in from that room and and Elric and is we just knew for a fact that there were guys in that room. <laughs> right. Right. We did. And we did. Elric disappeared. So, um, well, I didn't think they heard us. 5 10 15 20 25 30 I'm going back to where I was. Lucia. <laughs> Hello. What? I missed you. I splattered a guy. I splattered one of them. Now there's another one. Oh boy. Well, this is as far as I can move. I'm stuck here. I cannot move any further. Jake, roll me a perception check. Mm. A 15 plus seven is a 22. As you make it up to Esmir, you notice on the uh, on the other side of the doorway, like a uh, a shimmering or odd shifts in the lighting. Oh, it's the predator. Okay, so I'm going to, if I can, I want to fire at it because I, I'm, I'm well aware of their invisibility things that they pull. Right. Um, so if I can, I would like to try to drop a bell. Uh, okay. Told to the dead. Um, and what would I? You can target uh, that Durga right there. Right there on this side? Yep. Okay. I knew I smelled something. And uh, he fails. He fails. He He wasn't expecting it. Nice. He fails, and so that would be a cantrip of 2d12 necrotic. Doing. Oh, my. Doing 13 points of damage and putting him into heavy. There he is! (laughs) He's right there, Esmia! He's right next to you! <laughs> I know I smelled something like rotten. <laughs> and Esmir, as uh, Jake yells that out, you feel something slam against your magic shield as a warhammer misses you. Whoa. And suddenly, a Durgar overseer appears right in front of you. <laughs> and as he appears, he swings his short sword at you. <laughs> Natural 20. Oh, oh, my. oh boy. So you, he gets through your shield and does five points of damage. Fast. And then we cut back out to the main hall. So uh, Cullen, uh, Jake has run back into the other hall and you hear his bell and you hear him yell out, look out, Esmir, behind you. What do you do? Oh, what do I do? Everybody's abandoned me. Could be because I keep running back and forth. <laughs> Maybe you're abandoning us. Maybe you're <laughs> abandoning yourself. Always, yes, very wise. <laughs> Let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. I can't get to that Dugar to do anything in this turn. So um, Jake is just going to have to step up 
and help Esmeralda from dying. Because uh, I'm going to go with my original gut, which is to run after Elric. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and so uh, that's 60 feet. So I'm going to start by, I'm going to take the dash action, but I'm going to stop after 30 and take a look around me real quick. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So I'm going to dash around the corner to here and see, Do I, what do I see coming up down the hall there? Well, you see this rail track continue down into darkness. And at the end of your dark vision, you see a mining cart. Okay. And it looks like the track ends at the cart. Mm. Uh, and that's all you can see from here. All right, well, I'll finish my dash. I'm a dashing young lad running down the tracks looking for Elric. Choo-choo. And as you uh, continue running down the track, yelling that out, Uh-oh. Uh, you now see that this rail tunnel opens up into a large natural cavern. And to your west, you see Elric running through the darkness deeper into this cavern. Elric! Don't leave, sorry. El, uh, what's your name again? It's not Elric. Elric with the U. <laughs> Ulrich. Ulric, don't go running off and breaking up the party. <laughs> All right, now we cut back to Esmir. A Duergar overseer has suddenly appeared right next to you and is swinging away at you, trying to get past your magic shield. What do you do? Okay, so Esmir's going to start off with shocking grasp Ing, this fella right here. Okay. Ooh, 27. I think that might be a hit. <laughs> nice. And. Oh. oh, three points of damage. I just curled his hair up a little bit. But it's still enough to run away. <laughs> and then I can disengage from him now because I shocking grasped him. And I think, what should I do? That's a good question. Um, well, we're going to have to fight these guys. Unless clear that have... room to your... Hey, hey, you know what, Buster? If you're going to run away, <laughs> can't be metagaming from down the train tracks, buddy. <laughs> Shush. Or turn around and run out of the room. I don't know. It sounded like a plan at the time. Esmeer, beat him up! <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna go. Well, see, I don't know if there's like four invisible guys in there, though. Mmm, good points. But you know what? If you're gonna die, you might as well go out in a blaze of glory. Mmm, glory blazing. I like it. Since there's no one here to help me, I'm just gonna run right into this room. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> I'm not there to say Jake can help you. I'm right next to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna block him, though. You're a distance fighter, remember? <laughs> oh no. You see his health bar, how it's in the yellow? That's from a bell being dropped on his head. No thanks to your bells that you don't have. <laughs> oh well, whatevers. <laughs> I'm gonna run into the room and I'm gonna duck behind this chair right here. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna take cover behind the chair. But I'm also going to chuck, I have two meteors left. I'm gonna chuck one. I'm trying to imagine where one of these mofos would be if they were invisible. If I shoot one, wait a minute. 
No. You see Durgar 4 right there in the middle of the room, right? Yeah. But I was trying to figure out if I can shoot one in between the two of them, but I can't get within five feet. So I'm going to chuck one meteor diagonally behind him. I'm going to put myself in the square suit. I'm going to aim it right there. Okay. All right. In the northwest corner. Just in case there's somebody invisible over there. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to. So I'm going to aim it to that square, but should I just target this guy? Yes. Skadoosh. Fails. Mm. Sorry, buddy. And skadoosh. Come on. Five. Five damage. Bull craps. Oh, that's not bad. Okay. And then I'm going to shoot another one at him, because mm. why not? And there was nobody else get that got hit. Uh, doesn't seem like it. Okay. You didn't hear anyone else yell out in pain. Mm. So I'm going to, can I aim the other one in the other diagonal corner? Sure, the north like east right, corner, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right here. Mm, overlapping. Just in case there's a guy there. Nice spread. You're covering the whole room. <laughs> yeah, skadoosh. He failed. Oh, yes. Nice. And skadoosh. That's better. Heavy. Seven. Seven points of damage. Oh, that's that's pretty good. It's nice. It's tender. And I think that's all I can do now. Just hope for the best. Hope I don't die. No, we'll take him out. We'll just me and you. We'll take him out. Yeah, take him out, man. We don't need a bunch of fighters. <laughs> oh boy. I'm sure Elric and I will run into a horde of Duger in this hallway. You're gonna and- run into a band of hobos on a train. All right. Uh, So that Durgar there that's getting bombarded with exploding meteors, uh, he saw Esmir run behind the table. So he's going to uh, rush out of the cloud of smoke and attack Esmir with his warpeck. And I'll give you uh, some partial cover there because you're behind the table. And he swings and hits with a 19. Damn it. Doing seven points of damage. Bastard. And then, uh, uh, squeezing through the northern door is an enlarged Durgar. Okay. Oh, he's big. Goodbye. (laughs) And as he enters, uh, he sees his comrade there swinging at a gnome, and he rushes in to help, and he swings his enlarged war pick at Esmir. Wait, and I'm going to give him uh, my portent, a nine. Nice, nice. Good thinking. Hopefully that's low enough. All right, so you uh, foresaw this, Esmir, and you dodge the enlarged war pick, and it slams into the table, shattering it into pieces. Ooh. And as you uh, as you roll out of the way, uh, we cut back to the hallway with AC hovering above Jake. What's AC gonna do? Um, I'm gonna have AC. I'm, uh, he's just gonna stay where he is for now. Okay. Because I have an idea and I don't want him to be in the way. All right, and then the western door suddenly bursts open. And Esmir, you're the only one who sees this. You see emerging from that doorway. Oh, is it Jack? No, it's an ancient looking Durgar. Oh boy. He wears a uh, you know plain gray robe and it's, mm. it's kind of adorned with some trinkets, but he has this strange long white beard 
It almost touches the floor. It's Santa Claus. It is. And he says, what's going on out here? Who's ringing that bell? Nobody. (laughs) Shit. I'm behind the chair going. I think he could I'm see. I'm just on my break, buddy. I'm just on my break having some Doritos um, from the vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he turns to you, Esmir, and he sees the two warriors there and the smash table, and he says, So, you made it past our defenses. My master said you would be trouble. No matter. You won't make it out of this hold alive. Kill them. Kill them all. I have a sneaking suspicious this is a boss battle here that I'm in the room by myself on. (laughs) But that's okay. I'll be dead soon enough. Well, we'll do what we can to help you. I should have gone the other way. (laughs) Yeah, there's that hindsight thing. (laughs) Then he holds out his hand and magic missiles fly out and streak towards Esmir. I'm gonna cast shield. Nice. All right, so the three magic darts hone in on you and you quickly react and they slam into your magic shield and dissipate. And then you see a, like a surprise look come over the ancient Durgar's face. A wizard. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, excellent. That will make things more interesting. Oh boy. <laughs> And then we cut to a dark cavern and Elric running full speed. (laughs) And up ahead, he sees the glow of firelight emerging from a hallway. So he quickly turns down the hall and makes it to the uh, northern door of the barracks here, just in time to see a magic shield appear in front of Esmir and three missiles slam into it. Right on. And so dashing was his action. So uh, we then cut to Jake in the Eastern Hall. All right. So there's an overseer in front of you and in the room behind him, you hear the uh, smashing of tables and magic missiles and Esmir say, oh, I think it's a boss fight. Yep. And then I also hear her say, is that Santa Claus? (laughs) (laughs) And I see this big guy kind of roll by in the doorway um, in the other room and I freak out. So I'm just, so this guy already has like damage to him. So I'm actually going to approach him and I'm going to say, how dare you mess with us? And I'm going to stick my hand out and I'm going to put it on his head and I'm going to inflict wounds or try. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh! With a 29. Oh, look who's a close-in fighter now. (laughs) Oh, how the tables have turned. Getting all touchy-feely. And I'm only gonna, so here's the deal. I didn't call it, but I was only gonna do it as a level one anyway. Mm. uh, um, Because I want my spell slots for two and three. So um, this does 3d10 necrotic onto this Durgar jackass. Oh, boy. 16 points of damage and kills him by one. He had 15 hit points left. Oh, my god! Took him out. You die. (laughs) Then I'm going to move. I'm going to move right here into this doorway. And I'm going to say, big boy. (laughs) (laughs) Bubbly chubs. 
Bubbly Chubbs, <laughs> do you know how to read? <laughs> Bubbly Chubbs? Bubbly Chubbs, I'm going to sock you in the face now with the Book of Agma. Be prepared, here it comes. And he catches it and blocks it. Oh, 12 misses. He blocks it, and then I say, oh, shitballs. <laughs> That's crazy. It just taps him on the shoulder. He's like, what? <laughs> uh, this is not this isn't good but i gotta do something so um can i give jake my inspiration point no i have an inspiration point i'm i have one let me burn <laughs> my inspiration point thank you for that for that yeah, heads up trying to be a friend trying to I'm, be a, I'm over there clapping good job jake good job <laughs> i would like to re-roll this okay with my inspiration and yes, I hit. Yes, finally, there we go. With a 26. Nice. Doing oh, man. 1d8 plus four. Oh, oh. <laughs> five. Oh man. A one became a five and I wounded him. All right, nice. The book whacks him in the back of the head and he staggers into the door frame. Bubbly Chubbs got hit. <laughs> and then, coming out from the doorway uh, behind the Durgar mage... Mm-hmm. Are some elves. <laughs> almost, but no. Two more Durgar overseers appear. Oh, more dudes. Boy. Oh, man. This party is getting way too big. Yes, my brothers. Kill them. Kill them all. Colin! <laughs> <laughs> And one of them rushes at Esmir. No. Yikes. What an affray. There, you're going to be surrounded by Duger. I got one shield left. Well, your shield is still on. It uh, stays on till the beginning of your next turn. Oh, okay, cool. And here comes the Warhammer. Don't kill me, please. Misses. And he misses. The hammer smashes into your shield. But then the short sword comes in. Miss, miss, mm. miss, 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 miss. And he misses again. Ooh. Yes. Another blow blocked by the shield. <laughs> oh and God. then the um, the other overseer oh no. runs to the uh, to the northern door and engages Elric, who just ran up to the doorway. Oh no. Bullshit. Cut him down, Ulrich! And he swings his warhammer and misses with a 14. But the short sword quickly follows and hits with a 17. Elric could take it. He's tough. Doing five points of damage. Mmm, piffle. It'll be fine. And then this overseer is going to use his action surge and swing again with the warhammer and misses with a seven. Nice. And as Elric dodges that swing, we cut back to the uh, end of the rail track and Cullen. So you've entered this large cavern and you see Elric running west into darkness. What do you do? All right, so I just continue running myself, but I would like to see as I round the corner, what do I see? You see a uh, large elongated cavern and the floor in here is cluttered with rocky debris and uh, you know piles of red rocks. And um, along the northern side of this op- of this cavern, you see four tunnel openings. And around these openings, you see uh, mining tools scattered about. Uh, it looks like uh, the mines of Firehammer Hold. And up ahead, 
On the southern side, you see a faint glow coming from a hallway, and you hear the sounds of battle. Mm-hmm. Putting those pieces together, and I'm going to use my dash action, assuming there isn't somebody standing right out here where I can, where I would run right into them. Okay, so 60 feet will get you uh, right behind Elric in the doorway there. Oh, get me behind Elric? Okay. Yeah, because he also dashed from there. So I'll be just behind him. Yep. All right, so I ride. So as he's running out of my sight to the left, and I see him go into the darkness, and I round the corner, and I see him up there, and oh, he's out in front. So I just keep booking, and I, I there's nothing else I can do. But when I stop, I'm going to uh, tap him on the shoulder, basically, or at least say, Elric, I'm here. <laughs> I'm busy. I'm busy. <laughs> Looks like you could use a hand. I go up and I tap him on the shoulder. <laughs> what you got, go? What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? What's up, buddy? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? And Elric says, uh, he says, uh, well, I'm doing just fine, but I think your gnome friend is about to be overwhelmed. And we uh, cut back to inside the room and Esmir behind her magic shield as two Durgar smash away at it, and then the shield dissipates. And Esmir, you look around the room, and you see an enlarged Durgar fighting Jake in the eastern doorway, uh, and Elric fighting a Durgar in the northern doorway, and in front of the uh, western door is a Durgar mage conjuring a spell. It looks like you're trapped in here. What are you gonna do? Um. If I were to use my Misty Step, could I get past this enlarged guy and get out the door? Um, well, where you want to go has to be someplace you can see, and you can't see the space behind Jake. Okay. Can I see the space behind Ulrich? Yes. Yeah, you can see out the door behind him. Ooh. Okay. And, and so I don't have to move through them because it's a magic, right? Yeah, you're not moving. You're teleporting to that space. Oh, wow. That's cool. 20, 25. So I can actually get to the square behind him. That's 30. Yep, that's 30 feet. Okay, so that's what I'm going to use. Nice. I'm going to cast Misty Step. It's one of my new spells, guys. Okay, and so I'm going to go poof like that. Poof right before I disappear. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna pop up right behind Ulrich and say, hey, buddy. <laughs> what? Whoa. Why is everybody behind me all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you still have an action because Misty Step is a bonus action. Oh, it's a bonus action. Okay, so as my action, I'm going to cast my mouths and shoot them. Okay. Because I can cast them and shoot them as an action on the first time. Oh, cool. Right? Yep, and that's a third level slot. That's my last third level slot is what it is. Well, it seems like a minute meteor situation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have to shoot them kind of straight ahead of me. I'm going to chuck. I'm yes, gonna go... because you have to shoot them through the doorway. I'm going to shoot them in between number two and number four. Okay. Skadoosh bags. <laughs> and I'm gonna say a skadoosh. They 
both failed. They both nice. failed failures. I don't know, guys, but I think that's what your mother said about you guys, too. Your failures. Mm. And I'm gonna skadoosh. <laughs> Seven damage to both. Nice. To both. Yeah. Nice. How was that? How was that? How about one more? How about one more? <laughs> You'll kill four. I mean, look at his life bars basically okay. down to a red dot. Skadoosh. <laughs> Both failed again. Oh, you guys. I'm sorry. You're such failures. Hmm. Magic is fun. Eh, Oh. Oh, that's nice. Seven again. One guy dies. Yep. You killed number seven. That's the guy. You killed Red Dot. Goodbye. (laughs) All right. Nice. Do you want to take any movement? Um. Will uh, Cullen be able to get through, or should I move back one? Well, you can always move through allies. Okay, I can do. move through you. It doesn't matter where you are, but I can't move through the Dugar in the doorway. Right. Now we go to the fight in the eastern doorway as the enlarged Dugar swings his war pick at Jake. When he hits. And he hits with an 18. Ouch. Oh, boy. Doing 2d8. Ouch. Uh, only five damage. And you succeed on your um, concentration. Uh, concentration. Yep. All right, then we go to AC in the hall behind Jake. What's he going to do? AC's going to fly. He's going to try to fly into the room and go behind Durgar number three. This one's for you, Ulrich. Better. Appreciate it. And then this uh, enlarged guy is going to uh, take an opportunity attack and swing at AC as he flies by. Okay, but he's going to piss me off. He swings and misses. Misses. Scumbag. <laughs> now we go to the Duergar mage, Nalifarn. Gnarlyfarn. 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 Gnarly. Chris Gnarly. It's gnarly. It's Gnarlyfarn. He looks like an angry Santa. He does. He's gonna, you know what he's, I know what he's gonna do. He's gonna freaking drink the milk and eat the cookies. And scare the children. And he's going to leave his own head at the bottom of a tree. Mm. So Nalafarn is going to um, uh, scooch up to his buddy fighting Elric in the doorway there. And he's going to he's gonna stick his hands out in front of him Uh-oh. into the doorway. Oh and as he does, flames shoot out into the hallway as he casts Burning Hands. What's the range on that? Yeah, yeah. Splash damage? Uh-oh. It's a 15-foot cone. Oh, boy. In the cone. All right, so I'm going to roll a dexterity saving throw for Elric, Cullen, and Esmir. And if you save, you'll take half damage. So here we go. Oh, Boy. man. That, that wasn't good. All right, so Elric and Esmir make the saving throw, but Cullen fails. He wasn't ready for that. And now we roll 3d6 fire damage. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, what a crappy roll. So seven damage to Cullen and half uh, three to Elric and Esmir. Wow. That's not, not a good guy. about that. You're not a good guy. I just showed up, man. Why you got to be blowing fire out your fingers? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we uh, we stay in the doorway here and go to Elric. 
I whisper in his ear, I'm like, you better do something cool now, buddy. Now's your, now is about the time. <laughs> and as you say that, um, his glaive suddenly becomes sheathed in green flame. And he swings it down onto the door guard, blocking the doorway with advantage. And he hits with a 22. Thanks, Cecilius. Doing 1d10 plus 1d8 fire for ooh, 15 damage. Nice. Wow. And then uh, the green flame splashes onto Nalifarn. Splishy splash. Gonna make your beard a little green. And the splash does four points of damage to Nalifarn as it uh, burns through his robe. I like whisper, I mean, uh, hey, you're supposed to say green is flameless bladius when you do that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Get with it, buddy. You know, I heard those words in my head, but I thought they were kind of silly. <laughs> well, no, it's not. It's cool, bro. <laughs> and now we cut to the, uh, the other doorway battle where Jake has taken on an enlarged gray dwarf. Yeah, she's giant. And so... I think what I'm going to do is um, test his wisdom and drop, uh, toll the dead, drop a bell on him. And so I do, and he succeeds. He succeeds. So um, while he sits there and chuckles at this bell that missed him, (laughs) uh, I'm hoping that he's going to take a book to the back of the head. You laugh? You laugh at Agma's words. Oh, and I hit with an 18. Oh, oh thanks, Agma. Nice. A plus three. Yeah. Eight plus three plus my seven gives me 18. So I nail him and I do 1d8 plus four force damage. Oh, yeah. Oh, Maximum. Yes. 12 <laughs> points. Puts him in the heavy. Ouch. Yes. I told you! Bubbly chops got an owie! You shall be reciting the words of Agma by the end of your life. You'll <laughs> five minutes from now. It'll definitely be the last thing he hears before he dies. Yes. And Jake, after your um after your book smashes the Durgar, mm-hmm. you you suddenly feel a uh, burning sensation on your chest. Whoa. And you look down and you see that your um, your breastplate is beginning to glow red hot, like it's like it's being heated in a fire, right? And it's starting to burn your skin. Okay. Who's doing that? Obviously, the wizard, Gnarly Gnarlyfar. And as it burns you, you take two d8 fire damage. Oh man. Fifteen points of damage but you make your concentration save. How many points of damage? 15. You rolled a seven and an eight. What is going on? Like, how, how did this all of a sudden, did I roll? Did he roll for me? Or is this just an automatic? It's automatic. There's no roll for it. What the? There's f- no roll to hit and there's no roll to save. Oh my God. It's a wicked spell called heat metal. Hey. So your metal armor is scorching hot and it looks like it's gonna stay scorching hot. Oh, that's fantastic news. <sighs> that's not good. Hop, drop, and roll! <laughs> All right, now we cut to the overseer in the middle of the room who is uh, reeling from multiple meteor blasts, 
and he's wondering where that uh, where that tricksy gnome went. Mm. <laughs> and he uh, he sees that the doorways are um, blocked by his comrades, so he pulls out a javelin, aims it at the northern door, and yells something in dwarvish that uh, probably means duck. And he uh, hurls his javelin at Elric. Duck? Looks more like a pointy stick to me. He misses with a 14. Oh. Yeah. Elric dodges, and uh, as the javelin whizzes past you guys out here in the hall, you all suddenly notice something uh, totally bizarre wriggling through the doorway. It looks like Nalifarn's beard. And it quickly whips out at Elric. And it hits with an 18. And he takes 1d4 plus 2 damage as the beard slashes his face. Oh, wow. Ooh, max damage, 6 points. And um, now he has to make a constitution saving throw as, um, as something foul gets into Elric's bloodstream. Gross. And succeeds, no problem, with a 25. <laughs> and as he reels from the uh, the poisonous beard attack, uh, the Duergar in the doorway swings his warhammer at Elric. <laughs> and misses with a 10. But then he jabs with his sword and rolls a natural one. Awesome. Dumbass. Hey, sometimes <laughs> they screw up too. Okay, so let's roll on the fumble table. He rolls a Two. Oh, the sword slips out of his hands, flies into the hallway, and lands behind Esmir. Clang, clang, clang. Shit. His sword landed behind me? Yep, right behind you. Hmm. Duergar Overlord 3? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He lost his grip. That's hilarious. Hey, kill him with his own sword. That would be fun. <laughs> I prefer my sword. What does it matter who kills... What sword kills him? All right, Cullen, lots going on in this tight hallway here. Mm. Flames, javelins, wriggling alien beard things. <laughs> and uh, and you think you just heard Jake yell out, Oh, hot! Ah! Uh, but, this, uh, but this overseer is blocking your path into the room. So what are you going to do? Um, yeah, this is, a, this is not good. They managed to block off this door for more than a round, so. Right. Well, if I take out the Duger directly in front of Ulrich, then we can get into the freaking room. This is the problem. Exactly. I gotta try and attack Nar Narlfarn as soon as I can, but I gotta get into the room first, so let's see. Exactly. I, I guess I'll step forward one more square so that I can, if it's all right to attack the Duger that's directly in front of Ulrich on a diagonal. Yep, just roll it at a negative two for the partial cover behind the doorway. All right, so I move forward five feet and I go in at an angle and try and take out um, Dugar, Overseer, in the, in, the, in the doorway. Vicious battle axe. Nice, 29 hits. Um, I will throw down 1d8 plus 4. 7 puts him into heavy. Okay. Um, my second hand... Negative 2 again. Oh, I remember. Yeah, thank you for reminding me. Um, Phylon Longsword hits with the 19. 
Nice. 1d8 plus 4. Nice. 11 points. 11 points. He's still kicking? Still kicking. Oh, man. My final attack. Can I give him my... Can I give Cullen my 12 portent? Yeah. You got one left? Yeah, I have one. I have the 12, and if I give him the 12, he'll hit. Yeah, last time I rolled a 12 plus 2 and hit. Yeah. I'm also blessed, I believe, and I got another 5 plus 5 in there, too. Okay. I had a good feeling about this. Uh, alrighty then. Then I guess I automatically hit with my axe and I roll damage. Okay. And eight damage is enough to kill him. Phew! Nice. So he goes down. He goes down. So I have movement though, right? Yep. Okay. Um, if I move past Narfalum Farm, he'll gnarl farm, he'll give me a, a whack on the head, I'm sure. Um, so let's see here. What can I do? Um, you know, I'm just gonna stay put. In fact, I think I'm gonna step back five feet in case he tries some sneaky shit. And uh, I guess that's all I can do. Okay, and as you step back, the creepy beard slithers in through the doorway and oh, goes no. after Elric again. And hits with a natural 20. Oh, oh man. Boy. He was too busy watching the overseer get cut down. He wasn't paying attention, and he takes seven points of damage. And then he has to roll another constitution saving throw to fight off the the nasty beard poison. <laughs> and he fights it off with a 19. All right, now we go to Esmir, back there behind Elric and Cullen. What are you gonna do, Esmir? Okay. This is very stressful. I don't like this. Yeah, it is totally stressful. We're gonna take a lot of damage here. I, can, I mean, we already have, but things are gonna get worse before they get better. Actually, first I'm gonna move back one, two, three squares. <laughs> They're, we're all afraid of the beard. Yeah, the gnarly beard is gonna get you. you better watch out. <laughs> okay, I'm going to beard. shoot my mouth straight down in front of Number two. Okay. Skadoosh. He fails. He fails. And I'm gonna hit him with seven points of damage and putting him into heavy. Nice. And then I'm gonna shoot him again. And he succeeds on this one. Skadoosh. Ooh. Whoa. Oh, nice. I get 11 and he takes five. Okay. And then I'm going to, I feel like if I can just kill this, you know, kill one guy, you know, maybe I'll shoot some magic missiles at him too while we're at it. Okay, so I'm gonna shoot my magic missiles at level two. At level two? Okay, so that's four missiles. Yeah. Whoa. Pew! Five damage. Five, maximum. nice. Ooh. Pew! Four. Four? Mm -hmm. He's not doing too good. Pew! And he's down. Ooh, he goes and down. He's dead. Nice job. Oh, that's so sick. Right on. The missile pushes him back and he, uh, he falls into one of the chairs and smashes it as he hits the ground. <laughs> 
Yeah! I have one more magic missile, but... Well, he's the only uh, enemy you can see from where you're at. Uh, so the last missile just hits him and the force uh, pushes him and his dead body slides along the floor and slams against the back wall. Yeah, goodbye. I can use some more, so I used my bonus action. I used my action. And you already moved I, 15 feet, so you have 15 feet left. Okay, I'm going to go 5, 10, 15, like that. Go around the corner there. What? Just in case <laughs> someone's mustache wants to kill me. Someone got a lot unbrave real quick. You what? just ran into Dude, this room. I'm three feet three tall. Three moves ago. <laughs> I am three feet tall. I took these guys on by myself. And now I'm trying to save Misty my life. Step, man. So I can contribute to the carnage. <laughs> this guy. Bullshit. <laughs> and now we go to uh, the enlarged Duergar, who is not looking so good. Bubbly chops. <laughs> Bubbly and chops. Uh, he's going to swing at Jake, who is uh, fidgeting with a red hot breastplate. And he misses. Oh. He missed because I'm dancing around, trying to. <laughs> I'm on fire. And, uh, and now we cut to the other doorway where the creepy beard slithers in again and lashes out at Elric. Oh, no. Another natural 20. Again. Oh, bullshit. Doing wow. seven points of damage, putting him into heavy, and he has to roll another constitution saving throw to fight off the poison. And he succeeds, no problem, with his plus six and help from Agma. Elric just, uh, he just wipes it off of his face. Your nasty beard oil means nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we go to AC. AC is going to fly over. If he goes here, will he give Jake advantage? Yep. Oh, yeah, so I'll put him there. Okay. I'm going to put him behind bubbly chubs. <laughs> now we go to Nalifarn and his gnarly beard. <laughs> bad feeling, Ulrich. And you hear him yell out, This, this is our hold now. From here, the Duergar shall reclaim their rightful place on the surface world. And you can't stop us. Now get out. And he steps out into the doorway and flames shoot out of his hands into the hallway. And you both fail your dexterity saving throws. Oh wait, that was our save, seven? Yep, you both rolled seven. Oh, and you both take 10 points of fire damage as the hallway is suddenly filled with fire. Oh man, that's not good. And as Elric and Cullen become engulfed in flames, we cut to Jake in the other hallway, writhing in pain from his searing hot armor as he takes another 12 points of damage. What? I know, and there's nothing I can do. So yeah, so there's just nothing you can do. Even though he succeeds? No, he succeeded on his uh, concentration for his bless spell. Oh. And then Nalifarn is going to uh, he's gonna um, duck back into the room around the corner of the doorway there. This scumbag, gnarly farn. And then we go to Elric, and the first thing he's gonna do is use his um, bonus action to use his uh, second wind. There you go, there's to using your noggin. 
Ooh, 14 points back. Nice. Well, that's great. And then he is going to uh, step through the now uh, clear doorway and into the room. And he'll uh, he'll bestride the dead overseer. <laughs> and he uh, he turns to Nalifarn and he says, uh, I understand your desire to reclaim your rightful place, but unfortunately, you are in the way of me taking my rightful place. Nice. And as he says that, he reaches out his hand uh, towards the um, towards the smash table over there. And with a flick of his wrist, a chair catapults across the room at Nalifarn. Yeah! So Nalifarn has to now roll a uh, dexterity saving throw to try and dodge the chair. And he doesn't get out of the way in time. Nice. <laughs> so 3d8 bludgeoning damage. Nice. Wow. And he takes 11 points as the chair smashes into him. Wow. Death by chair. <laughs> and as the chair smashes into him, his beard lashes out at Elric. And it hits with a 24. Of course. Bullshit. This is the third beard whip that he's had to survive. And it does six points of damage. And now another con save to resist the poison. No problem with a 21. All right, then we cut back to the eastern doorway where Jake is slowly burning up. Yes, I am burning up. I'm burning, I'm burning, (laughs) I'm burning for you. Um, so, okay, so I need to, I need to, um, get (laughs) unfiery. I mean, what do I gotta do? If I take off my breastplate, will I be no longer on fire? Yes, but you're not actually on fire, right? Your your uh, metal armor has just become red hot. Mm. Okay, so I need to use my action to take off my breastplate and to drop it behind me uh, or flick it behind me a couple squares, get it 10 feet away from me or whatever. Okay. So we've never done this before, so let's check the handbook here to see how long it takes to um, to take off armor. It's not an action. It's got a quick release. <laughs> it's like the pants that basketball players wear. Yeah, they're tear away. Just takes a sec. Tear away. He's got a tear away breastplate. The Velcro pants. <laughs> He's got a couple of Velcro. What's Velcro? Mm. Okay, so it says here that to um, to doff medium armor, it will take one minute. So 10 rounds or half that if someone's helping you. Okay, so that's not gonna happen. So how do I put it out? Like, can I roll something to get it to go out? No, this spell has no saving throws to uh, stop its effect. So I just have to die. Well. Because I can't, I cannot, I cannot put it out fast enough. Or I can't take the, the armor off fast enough and any more damage basically like within 10 rounds of automatic damage, I'm going to die. So basically you're saying that there's no way that I can put this out, I just gotta die. <laughs> well, no, uh, you know, if you can't um, if you can't stop the spell, uh, then you have to stop the spellcaster, right? You gotta either, you know, break his concentration or kill him. Well, that's crazy. Man. So we gotta kill the wizard. Pretty much. Yeah, unless you have the dispel magic spell, which none of you have. Right, and so I don't have that. So um, the only thing I can do is try to, I guess, cure wounds then and and go back and forth with this fuckhead 
and hope to kill him first before I die. So I'm going to cast level three cure wounds and burn my third spell, my last spell slot, my third level. Okay, 3d8 plus four. 16. And look at that, a bunch of fucking trash twos. Twos. Fuck off. So then I'm gonna smash, then I'm gonna smash fuckface in front of me <laughs> in the back of the head with my spiritual weapon <laughs> and try to kill him. 20. Natural 20. Uh, so I got a critical hit and I'm gonna just waste this guy. This Bubbly giant. chubs, no! <laughs> So it does 10 points, 14 points, and kills him. Yes! Down goes Bubbly Chugs. (laughs) 14 points and kills him. And then, all right. Nice. Damn, man, damn it all. I'm just dying. Dude, I feel you. I've been in situations like this before. It's like you're helpless. Well, there's only one guy left. It's just you, Sandy Claus. <laughs> yes, and as uh, as Jake takes down Bubbly Chubbs, Nalifarn's beard lashes out at Elric again. Oh, no. And this time, the beard misses. Oh, sweet. Elric caught a break. So, um, Cullen, you see Elric step into the room and begin to um, take on Nalifarn. What are you going to do? All right, this is it then. No more fucking around. You're dying. (laughs) So I run into the room, which is only 10 feet away. And I'm going to just use my vicious battle axe twice. And then as my bonus action, I'm going to use uh, what is that second wind? It's action surge and try for a third axe strike two-handedly um and without any further ado let's give that a try it hits it hits but not nally it hits a magic shield that suddenly appears in front of him yes dirt. ah the shield <laughs> so the shield will work again on next attacks or is it just yes like... until the beginning of his next turn and then, so every time i'm gonna get the shield well, it adds five to his armor class. Oh, man. This guy's magic, his mojo is strong. This guy's a badass. Yeah, well, I'm hoping I can help you out by distracting him at least. Um, yeah, uh, just, let's just kill him. I'm going to, uh, I guess, keep swinging because I really don't see any other way around. Four, it's 22 this time. 22 hits. Agma gave you a four, and you needed all of it. Thank you, Agma. Uh, eight points of damage. Eight points. Puts nice. him into heavy. That's awesome. So I will click on action surge, and I will take a final swing. Oh, oh crap, diddles. Ten misses. Oh, wait. Precision. I could add precision. Okay. And add an eight and see if that helps. Seven. Nice. The 17 hit. Yeah, 17 hits. Nice. That was a good roll. Just what you needed. <laughs> it was almost as most the most I could do. That was ballsy. I 10 know. points of damage. All right. He's not looking so good. good. Oh, but he's still standing. Oh, that's not good. And now I'm in beard range. My constitution isn't as good as Elric. Um, that's it. I I can't disengage at this point, and I am fully committed with 
ready. And he uh, he winces from your attacks. He seems kind of shocked that you're able to get past his shield. Uh, but then from behind the shield, his wily beard whips out at you and hits with a 19, doing four points of damage. And you um, suddenly feel ill as its poison creeps into your wound. So now roll a constitution saving throw. Yes, indeedy do. Do you do that or do I? I guess you do it. Oh. And you succeed with a natural 20. Nice. No thanks, thanks for the 20. A lot of 20s being rolled. Yeah. By Mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, man. It's his night of the 20. Now we cut uh, back out to the north hallway and Esmir, uh, who is peering around this back corner here. So, Esmir, you see the boys have finally um, entered the room and you see them fighting that uh, creepy beard. What are you going to do? <laughs> Um, so I'm going to go dash 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Can I go like that? Yep. And then I'm going to shoot, I'm going to lob my Melf's Minute Meteor over to the back of Nofar. Okay. So I'm going to control click his Santa Claus stupidness. <laughs> and I got two mouths left, and I'm going to skadoosh. He fails. Oh, he failed. Stupid Santa. Esmeralda, and Esmeralda. Skadoosh. Take him out, take him out. And you kill him. Yes. Oh, the wizard wins. I got the one war. meteor left, bitch. <laughs> so Esmir runs into the room and tosses a meteor in the corner there behind Nalifarn, and it, it explodes and pushes him forward. He slams onto the ground. His uh, back is all singed from the explosion, and he lies there motionless as his shield sputters out, and Jake, your armor begins to cool off. Holy cow. I honestly thought that I was just dead. I mean, I... Sat there thinking, how in the hell am I going to survive? You know, eventually you gotta I would kill run the out wizard. Of- Not that uh, I would want to recommend that to everybody as a wizard. <laughs> no, but yes. I'm just saying. <laughs> but the first thing I do is that I take my holy water out and I splash some in my palm and I rub it like underneath my um, cloak and my breastplate, oh, like yeah. all over my chest. <laughs> And it's still hot, but it's yeah. not burning you anymore. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, yeah, it's trying to cool down my nipples. <laughs> and so we leave our victorious heroes basking in the sweet smells of victory and Jake Sin's nipple hair. Is this the end of the Duogar and Firehammer hold? Can a Duogar hit anything with a crossbow? Who is Damien? And what the heck happened to his brother? And where did the name Bubbly Chubs come from? That's just weird. But who knows? Tune in next time to find out on Roll Radio! Hey, 
everybody. Thanks for listening to Roll Radio. So the party is once again victorious over the Durgar. And now if you remember um, a couple episodes ago, I talked about how I had realized uh, that Firehammer Hold is designed for a level three party and the players are level five and how I needed to make some uh, adjustments to make it a little more challenging for the players. Well, in this encounter, uh, besides adding a few more Durgar and maxing out their hit points, I gave the boss, the Durgar wizard, legendary actions, which are actions he can take uh, at the end of another creature's turn, right? I think we talked about this before. And um, so I gave him the option to use his innate abilities as legendary actions, which were uh, heat metal and his beard attacks. And I think it worked out pretty well. It definitely made it more exciting, I think, uh, because the main issue in most fights is action economy, right? With Esmir uh, tossing two meteors as her bonus and Jake swinging his book as his bonus and the fighters each taking uh, three swings each turn, that's uh, 11 attacks each round now at level five. So, and the legendary actions, I think also uh, definitely make the boss uh, more menacing as well. And that heat metal spell, you know, I can see now why Dungeon Masters uh, dread players who have that spell. It's pretty wicked. All right, so uh, we've also made some audio changes as well here at Roll Radio. We've been having a lot of audio issues lately, if you couldn't tell. Uh, we actually had to stop playing about halfway through this encounter because it was so bad. But I think everything should be a lot better now. There's definitely an improvement halfway uh, through the episode. And if you'd like to help us continue to make improvements, please consider making a donation, or better yet, uh, becoming a patron. It really helps out, and uh, plus you get all the cool bonus content. So click the link at RollRadio.com, and we're playing Dungeons & Dragons, Scourge of the Sword Coast by Wizards of the Coast. Our Roll Radio theme is by Andrew Capone. And all the in-game music and sound effects are from Sirenscape.com. And of course, a little uh, splash of Sergio Leone in this episode. And we have links to all that on RollRadio.com. All right, thanks again for listening, everybody. And tune in next time to see whether Jake opens another wizard spellbook or if he learned his lesson from the first time.